the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. And it's been a crazy two or three months, has it not? Seeing the rise of governors as spokespeople, seeing the Republicans and Democrats fight as if it's Democrats against authoritarians or Republicans versus liberal hippies, it's pretty mind-numbing. And try to get a break on occasion, mentally for your own good. Um, spend a weekend watching Bravo TV shows or something, just binge watch and don't turn on the news. Then you wake up Monday and it's Memorial Day and you're like, ooh, stock market looks good tomorrow. And then you wake up on Tuesday the day after and you're like, whoo, market looks real good. Maybe I should watch uh, Bravo shows all weekend, every weekend. Maybe I'm jinxing myself by watching the headline news. Not quite. Still got a lot of issues to deal with. Stocks are on the big time upside today. And I'll get there, but printing money is not going to save us alone. It is going to be rocket fuel or like throwing gasoline on a fire. It's not going to be bad. The U.S. death toll is barreling towards 100,000. And that's a reminder that this virus gets in your body and it shuts down some of your your immune protections to keep you alive. 100,000 people going through this, it's a lot. Um, is it as more than last year's flu? Again, this didn't have a vaccine. This didn't have an option to even try to control it. We did not see this one coming, or maybe we did. I don't know. Um, we are going to reopen. This weekend, there was a lot more antidotal evidence. Last week, in a little bit. We're going to reopen with our eyes towards risk. Some of us are going to get back to the day-to-day norms, and some of us are going to stay working at home a little bit more. I'm reading some of the guidelines that school systems are trying to put into place, and there is no going back to opening day 2019. will not be opening day 2020. They're trying to figure out what to do with budget shortfalls. They're trying to figure out what to do with um, trimming the classes from 20 students to 10. Obviously, some schools are going to have to hire another janitor, which many of them don't have the budget for. So there's a lot going on, right? And are we truly back as an economy if until we get sports going again and until we get schools going? So reopening with an eye on risk, I'm good with that. But again, this is not up to me. And I have no clue what I'm talking about when I'm talking about hospitalizations and no clue. And uh, again, sometimes it's the people that you, I don't know. It's the, This is an extreme situation, right? 
Macy's is providing another COVID update. They're offering 1.1 billion senior secured notes due in 2025. When you look at the balance sheet of any company that you you're interested in, and I'm not knocking Macy's here, but people who are operating with debt because they need to versus people who are operating with debt and they don't need to. Sometimes I thin my stock list right there. I'm like, why do I want to buy a company that's saddled with a lot of debt? Six Flags is going to reopen their frontier city in Oklahoma City. Limited capacity, 25% of attendance. And again, I just it's got to be interesting, right? You're at a theme park. I've seen people openly vomit at theme parks after getting off of a, a roller coaster. Could you imagine how fast that room's going to clear out if someone's in the bathroom? Blah. I'm making my sick thinking about that. Um, so, new hygiene protocols. Some places in the world that you don't exactly consider like hygiene standards, restrooms and roller coasters. Uh, take two. They had an interesting quarter. They underperformed internally. And the stay-at-home tailwinds are persisting for the video game industry. And the, the industry is a defensive in times of economic uncertainty. Take two's performance in the fourth quarter illustrated strength of its core franchises, but their internal operations didn't go great. So one analyst is taking it upon himself to say, hey, the industry's got some stability to it. Um, so there is some stability, and there are growing earnings, and there is cash flow over time. Cash flow of video game industry should start doing pretty well in the second half of 2020 as you move into the new consoles. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Markets opened up very large. Um, I'm not finding the markets. A lot of people question the quality of the rally. You don't want to be at all-time highs, in theory, unless you have stocks earnings at all-time highs. They don't have to work in tandem, like every step of the way, but you have to have that, that vision in sight for me to feel good. Consumer confidence edged up in May. New home sales unexpectedly rose in April, as if the economy is not really dealing with COVID. On either one of those, consumer confidence, new home sales, six flags. You know, I told you theme parks are starting to open back up. They're starting to surge. I'm getting some anecdotal evidence from friends that airports are getting a little bit busier. Still a good time to book a trip if uh, you feel comfortable that things are going to be opening up a little bit more. Now, I know some people are waiting to book trips to see what it's going to be like. Oh, I don't want to go to a hotel or a motel or a resort if everyone's going to be wearing masks. Or, oh, I don't want to do that. Will less dense hotels with more outdoor amenities pull off the victory? Are breakfast buffets dead forever? A thing of the past? Don't you hate resort? Nah, I'm not going to say you hate resorts. I'm not going to bash the buffet industry, but you go to Hawaii, you go to a nice resort, and 
most of their food is overpriced. All their food is overpriced. And you're like, buffet, I'm going to get a big buffet. And you're like, that's overpriced. But buffet's a big profit center for hotels. Seven out of ten hotel rooms in the United States are sitting empty. Hotels have lost more than $25 billion in room revenue since the pandemic. 70% of hotel employees have been laid off or furloughed. This is an industry that is getting racked with costs while also cut in demand. People are seeking out smaller, less dense lodging. Um, contactless check-in, temperature screenings upon arrival, depending on what cities you live in. For Hilton, guests can check in using digital key systems, which opens any door a guest would normally access with a key card. That includes rooms, elevators, side doors, and fitness centers. Um, some hotels will only fill 50% of the room, so now it's time to go and create noise because you're not going to be pissing off the people next to you. Daily housekeeping is getting scaled back. How do you feel about all this? And are you going to miss the buffet? The, all the eggs and bacon you can eat? Delirium? You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Dave Matthews and Fish. Make me think of summer. I've never been to a fish show. I used to know Dave Matthews through a friend in college. But those are two bands that are geared for summers, right? Long jams and hot weather. Silly dancing. What are you going to be doing this summer? Where's your vacation going to be? Have you figured it out yet? Have you not? I think we're all kind of thinking, like, what's this going to, how's this going to play out? Do you know who's doing really well right now? The COVID campers. I know you're saying COVID campers. Every couple years, there's this stupid little play, and that's the best way of me saying this, of some Americans get really entranced by the idea of, let's get a big camper and drive across in the United States. Sometimes we, we base this on the retirees and we go, huh, um, retire, what are you going to do? First couple of years, you want to travel, see the grandkids. A lot of people buy RVs. And during a year where you don't really want to fly, or maybe you don't, maybe you do. I do. Um, but am I willing to put my family at risk? And so I may just cave and say, let's get an RV for the summer. Uh, floor traffic at RV dealerships is up 30% compared to last year. Now, there's two major players. Thor Industries is one of them. Again, as always, consult a broker advisor before taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on this show. A big recreation vehicle builder. They make a large range of RVs, motorhomes, travel trailers, they do Thor Industries does Airstreams and Thor Motor Coach and Compass and Sunlight and Dutchman. So this industry has consolidated a lot in the last 10, 15, 20 years. A lot of what they build is dealer order, very spec oriented. 
They've got manufacturing abilities in the middle of the United States, Indiana, Idaho, Ohio, Oregon. Oregon, not necessarily being in the middle, but you get the idea. They've picked up a German RV dealer, Erwin Heimer. Erwin Heimer! Uh, you're talking about $7.8 billion in revenue per year. It's a legit company, right? So the covert camper could be a play on the summer. Or maybe, a better way of saying it, a play on the spring. But boy, didn't we just hit summer? We kind of did. Um, so sales of motorhomes and travel trailers, you hitch to your car. They were a reliable indicator of the beginning and end of a recession. It's There's so many little stupid indicators like... Uh, the height of a skirt where it gets lower as economies slow down and you're like skirts. I know. And then by, you can sometimes tell the economies going into a recession or coming out by the number of people buying a super expensive vehicle. But this is a different one because this is about social distancing. And do you want to drive with your kitchen, your bathroom, and your bedroom on top of the four wheels you're driving around? Consumers have not sworn off all consumption. That would be a misnomer. Consumers have said, what are we going to do this summer? Once there's a vaccine, consumers think the causes will resolve relatively quickly, unlike the economic problems of the Great Recession. So some people are spending their money now knowing that once we get this vaccine, we're good to go. This will not be 20% unemployment forever. We'll be down to 10% before you know it. I don't really, I'd rather, my psychology is I'd rather buy your RV from you next year after you had it for your COVID camper for the summer. And you're like, I don't want to do that again. I don't necessarily want to buy one, but you get the idea. Right now, the sellers are in control. Um, because cruise ships don't sound like fun. Flying is a little freaked out for people. I want my re- my resorts to be a break from reality, not a reminder of the person selling me that $15 Fruity Punch spiked rum to drink wearing a mask. Or am I being silly on that? Maybe I'm being a little silly, right? The United States has 13,000 private RV parks. They've got 1.2 million individual trailer campsites. Uh, getting campsites not easy. Just throwing that out there for you. Sales of RVs peaked back in 2017, but have since slipped as the economy has started getting into the question mark, question mark, question mark phase of 10 years of economic expansion. So is this your play? Is this an investment for you? Or did I just waste four or five minutes of your time? Two major companies um, with a major trend. It's not my kind of investment. But I certainly understand that a lot of people are thinking this way. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You know what's another thing I fear about campers and RVs? A lot of people who like them are on the elder side. Um, that spooks me as people who drive who shouldn't be driving. 
I know you're saying you're ageist. I, I might be. I might be. Summer camps are the next thing to talk about. Sleepaway camps across the United States are making the expensive decision to stay closed. And anytime that happens, there's not a lot of margins in that business. So for eight glorious weeks in summer, a lot of American children get to enjoy activities like canoeing and swimming and uh, meeting members of the opposite sex for the first time without parents leeching on you. Summer camps, huh? I'm more worried we're going to lose some traditions. I'm more worried we're going to lose some things that define my childhood, but I'll shut up now. Anyway, you can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Um, also find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Um, good luck. I, I hope everyone's faring through this pretty well right now. A lot of movement this weekend in the last two weeks of the economy opening back up. So economic data is going to get worse. But in the midterm, it should start getting better than worse, but not great. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Well, well, well. What do we have here? Stock market's doing great today. S&P 500 trades above 3,000 for the first time since March 5. We're seeing a reopening of areas where we could be sweaty and drunk with each other. Theme parks, swimming pools, um, restaurants. I don't know about sweaty and gross, but you get the idea. Uh, I saw something that shocked me yesterday. I went into a gas station. And there was a firefighter not wearing a mask. I'm like, in my head, I can't say this to him personally because he's going to punch me. And I'm not much of a man, so he would knock me over. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Like, kids see you, dude. Set a good example. But again, that starts getting the politics of mask or no mask. I'll say this. The mask is going to be a fashion accessory, I think, every winter now for a while. Um, Until it's not. Consumer confidence edges up in May. New home sales unexpectedly rose in April. Six flags up 12% on the reopening news. I'm not seeing anything dramatic in individual stocks except for Novavax and, and Merck, who both said positive things about a vaccine development update. I'm not smart enough to know the science and the math behind it, so I'll shut up. But we're seeing the Russell up 3.3%. That's the big winning market of the day. Small companies in the United States. NASDAQ's up just under 1%, but it started stronger and it's getting weaker. Dow's up 609. There's nothing you can say about that. Maybe it was up to 700 at one point. Maybe it was down to 500 at one point. That's still a good number. Uh, then flipping the page. Crude oil somewhere between $34 and $36 a barrel. Gold's weaker. Silver's weaker. Someone got really pissed off at me that when I said I don't like silver, don't like silver in any way, shape, or form. Silver's a poor man's gold. It doesn't even benefit like gold does. And I, some people want to be right, and they want to challenge my opinions, and that's fine. In the end, you can believe anything you want. It's your money. Um, big stock movers who have been tied towards COVID are getting some brunt of the selling as maybe there's a shift in psychology of what to expect next. So companies like 
bandwidth, they're down 2%. But on a day when the market's up, that's notable. Twilio is down 5.3%. Peloton down 5%, down much larger than the markets. 10-year treasury still sits at 69 basis points. That's not good, Um, in my opinion. Not good. But it does provide a hell of a lot of stimulus when we want it. DJ Maxx results show shoppers will head back to stores if the price is right. Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Uh, It's so funny. That is such a small room. Have you ever got to see the room that Price is Right is filmed in? When you were a child, it looked so big. And they probably have downsized it through the years, but it's tiny. It's like 12 rows, but the way they shoot it, it looks like it's like 70 rows, right? Trick is to get there three hours early and to be super obnoxious while you're waiting in line. I know, I know. I'm going to drop that because I can go, I could talk prices right for hours and I won't. TJ Maxx results for the first quarter swung to a loss. They think that consumer behavior is still a challenge in the environment, but they like where they are going after this environment relaxes. Taking a look this weekend at stores of TJ Maxx, they're busy. There was people wearing masks. There was people not wearing masks, but they were on top of each other trying to get clothes. Is it a springtime thing or a summertime thing? Maybe. But what's interesting about this is the analyst community are starting to update where we are. And I think March took everyone, not by surprise, because that's wrong. But it was a free fall. Now we're starting to see stores open. We're starting to see companies like Starbucks and Apple say, okay, all of our stores are back open in, in Asia, in China. Um, but there's some comfort I get. Talking a little bit of like TJ Maxx with you. In large part, again, the worst of the bot, the falling with a no one to catch us feeling feels like it's it's getting out of the market. Again, it doesn't mean it won't come back. I don't like the story from earlier today that China's building up their military presence. Maybe I don't know. Trump, Trump and Chinese don't seem to be getting terribly well along right now. And then I started thinking, holy mackerel, we're less than six months away from the election. There was uh, a lot of drama this weekend over Joe Biden wearing a mask with his wife. And Trump retweeted a picture of it. He's like, does this look presidential to you? And uh, I don't care. (laughs) I don't play that game. But the politics is going to be not fun. It's going to be entertaining. Probably not entertaining. But it's going to be there for the rest of the the year. And now we're starting to get into what does the Democrats and Republican conventions look like? Is it as much fun to go to a convention on Zoom as it is to go to a convention in person? No. Merck CEO says 12 to 18 vaccine target for COVID-19 is very aggressive. I don't know what that means. So there's a typo in the headline. 12 to 18 months, 12 to 18 years, 12 to 18 people, 12 to 18 vaccines. But that's out there today. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, how do you feel about the buffet dine? Hotels, uh, just they're not going to be putting, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> or will you go to a buffet? Or is it a, a time thing or is it a vaccine thing? God, the questions that I'm asking myself right now. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Starting to see a little bit more about sports reopening. And um, again, that'll be kind of something. Do you see how the stock market is moving ahead? Okay, so this is a good example. And I should, I'll focus on this because this is probably the last great thought that I'll have of the day. And it's not that great of a thought. Printing money is not going to save us, but the stock market's actions right now are trying to tell me, and it could be a head fake, they're trying to tell me that things should be a, a lot better off in six months. Do you buy into that? Printing money is not going to get us out of this alone. A vaccine looks more unlikely in the short term. Will the coronavirus disappear with warm weather? Could we get a vaccine by the end of the year? Lots of questions that, again, my best approach for you right now is take a look at your portfolio, take a look at the risks, take a look at the rewards, and try to update your thesis in your head. It's, I think a lot of people aren't feeling the Greek tragedy anymore. Like, oh, I just went to Safeway or Trader Joe's and I, I just got an apple. I took it to my parents and then they both got COVID and died. I killed my parents. Greek tragedy. That kind of feeling, it feels like it's leaving right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm sending the wrong message today. Maybe I'm giving the wrong message. Better new home sales points to the housing as still strong. With low mortgage rates, I'm going to bet on housing. When rates move higher, I'm going to bet against housing. I'm not there yet. And for me to say that, will I sell the home that I live in? No. But if I have an investment in real estate that I feel has had a great run, I might sell when I see mortgage rates move back to 4%. I say the word might because legally I don't want to tell you what I'm doing and have you go out and do it and try to say, well, Rob Black said he was doing that. Uh-uh. SpaceX, big story this week, right? They're launching astronauts into space tomorrow. I love holiday shortening weeks. That's a really big deal for our country. Um, but it's also going to be a big deal for Elon Musk and his image. And that's not going to be bad for Tesla. And in a weird little sick kind of way, I bet Tesla stock moves higher this week because we're sending two astronauts up into space for the first time since 2011. The year the iconic space shuttle was retired. The space shuttle had ferried astronauts into and out of space for 30 years. Um, this is going to be the top of Falcon 9 rocket. And Musk is getting a lot of headlines. And I don't see that as a bad thing for his his investment in in Tesla. I think people will be like, he's a great American. Trump's flying down to see the, the liftoff. Now again, I hope it goes well. Hospitalizations are rising in the United States. 5G's coming. 5G's coming. Oh, this was a little bit of a story. Apple and Qualcomm are my plays on 5G. 
I think he can get a little bit more bullet shot if you really wanted to. But then you start running into how about American Tower or Crown Castle International? And then you, you don't necessarily have to pick the tech winner. You're just saying, here's the guys who leased the tech companies and their equipment that they're going to be putting up there that Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile are buying. So tower companies are a thing. Very boring business models. We have a big stick, a big pole that we've drilled in the ground, and we can put 10 receivers on it for 10 different telephone companies. Um, Who wants in? Next year, we're going to charge you more. We're going to kick you off. Who wants in? It's not a bad business plan. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. But China and the United States does scare me a little bit with 5G and how they're fighting about standards. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So I had to do it. Shaved my head. Not shaved, but trimmed it down pretty aggressively. Took off the beard, back to the goatee. Everything's looking a little more trim. Psychologically, big help for me. I don't know. Does that tell you anything about me that my hair somehow... I was getting a little discouraged there. It's down. Just not... Eh. I don't want to make it sound like that bad. But mental health is important. It's interesting because I'm reading all about what the school year is going to look like next year. And reading all about concerts and movies and... Oh, the mental health of it. It's um, it's part of it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. Microsoft United Health Group are rolling out a coronavirus screening app for U.S. employers. I, I, I see problems down the road with this. I'm not the easiest person to manage. I'm not the easiest person on the planet. I know that. And when I'm running late for work and someone's going to be like, hey, 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 you can't get on that train without getting your temperature checked. Or, hey, 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 you can't go in that office building without getting your temperature checked. I can see myself going, no, I can't use that word. But I could see it creating problems for other people who don't understand that you have to be kind to people all the time. Fair. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. The stocks are the stocks. It's always funny when you come up with a, when you throw the pronoun in, the, um, and you turn a word like stock market into stocks, you make it a more formal thing. The stocks are surging today. A lot of people didn't know how to handle the word HIV or people who had HIV. So they would refer to it back in the late 80s and early 90s as the HIV. It was really funny because I knew someone who had no concept of what he was saying, and he called the hit, he called it the heavy. Kind of a funny thick way of looking at a horrible scenario, right? The stocks are surging, pushing the S P five hundred back above three thousand for the first time since early March. I woke up at three last night and I looked at the world markets. And on Monday, when we had the day off for Memorial Day, and I love Memorial Day because I love war movies. I don't know why I love war movies. Maybe it's a reminder my dad was in the military. Maybe it's a reminder of, of like how horrible we could be to each other. 
Um, but markets were, were jonesing. The Dow is up over 600. It's above 25,000. The S&P 500 is above 3,000. There were cheers today as the NYSE floor reopened after a historic two-month shutdown where they said, we don't want you next to each other, buying and trading. Today, the New York Stock Exchange bell was rung. They had 80 floor brokers. That's about 25% the normal level. The brokers on the floor of the NYSE are an important part of the operations of the smoothness. And to get 25% of them back, it's good. For 9-11 and Hurricane Sandy, it was only a few days. This was a few months. And uh, it's weird. Again, I I keep using that phrase, and I feel like I'm 16 years old. Like, when you get caught on on words, like, it's weird or it's awesome. Awesome. It's weird to see four people stand at the New York Stock Exchange, ring the opening bell, all six feet apart from each other, all with masks on, all clapping. But I'll be honest with you. Yesterday, I went and picked up some carryout, and it was weird to see people partying, drinking in the sunshine, practicing no social distancing with no masks on. So I don't know what's weirder, images of masks or images of no mask. Out there in the news, South Africa has downgraded lockdown rules, sending 8 million people back to work. It means a full reopening of what? Why would I even care about South Africa? Is it a big economy? Not really. Is it going to continue? Do I have a special investment in South Africa? No, I don't. But they do a lot of mining. They have an IT business, some business services. They do a lot of mining. So basically sending back 8 million South Africans... Out of the 58 million, you could start seeing that things are starting to percentage-wise open up. Now, again, doesn't mean that this doesn't all go bad. I, I don't want to get into the does it go away during the summer? I don't know. I don't. It's not that I don't care. It's like I am not a man of science. Home prices gained strength as coronavirus shut down economies in March. That's a weird one. Low interest rates versus socializing while shopping. College-bound students are going to miss out on billions of financial aid due to the pandemic. The stories inside the stories are are what I absolutely love. Students may need a little extra help to make college reality this year. 69% of parents and 55% of students entering college in the fall said COVID-19 has impacted their ability to pay for school. Fewer families have applied for financial aid. It's interesting, the thing that holds us back, like, I wonder if the rate of cavities are going to go up because fewer people are going to the dentist. I wonder if the vaccinations on children are going, or if we're going to see a, a, a bump up in mumps and, and smallpox and rubella because young children aren't getting vaccinated. It's weird. And, you know, there I am again. It's weird. Who would have thought that financial aid would have been impacted, but it makes sense. College costs are skyrocketing. Tuition and fees plus room and board for a four-year college is expected to be this year $49,870 for a year. For a state public school, it's up to $21,950. 
So to send your kid to school, in theory, you're talking about $80,000 of commitment. Uh, every year that seems to go up. Will COVID be the time that we killed the inflation of the uh, college costs? As we move stuff to more online, millennials are smart. They may say, why are we paying $49,000 for this? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.